Welcome to Earth 894 from our side of the multiverse. We're going to dive into some really awesome content this episode. Yeah, I said the C word, the one that I'm not the biggest fan of, which is ironic. But anywho, we're here. This is your first time listening to Earth 894. We are a Marvel podcast where we dive into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, multiverse, quantum realm every week. So we can pull out the latest news, what's going on, give you some reviews, and the occasional interview and all that fun stuff. So that way you're caught up with what's going on in Marvel. And this week is no different because we're going to be talking about some cool news items as uh, things are kind of getting a little bit more interesting as 2023 is kicked off in the middle of January so far. And we just got a final trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. It's insane. We did a little uh, live Instagram on that. Just go check it out on our podcast feed or our account with Mr. Marvel Minutes, shout to him. But also, we're gonna be talking about 2023 releases tonight. So it's basically doing a cool preview. We're gonna look at what's coming up in the spring to the summer, fall, everything in between, uh, from the movies, the shows, and we'll figure out some of the stuff that don't have dates. We might take a little bit of a gander of when they might actually be coming out by using some awesome context clues. And you know, speaking of context clues, we usually try and figure out any way we can announce a certain... Uh, animantium-infused mutant that we are a big fan of. And to give you an idea of how stoked we are, I need to pull in the guy to my virtual left. You know him. You'll love him. You're going to hear him in just a second. Give it up for Louis Tannerini. We're getting Wolverine! How is it going, man? I feel like we haven't recorded in forever. It's been a while. It's been a long while. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We did, a, we did a little bit of a brief Instagram Live because if you guys uh, missed it or if you're new to the show, we did do uh, one of our first or second official giveaways on our uh, Instagram account. So basically, um, we gave one full year. Yeah, that's one full year for free of a subscription to Marvel Unlimited. You probably have heard us talk about us a lot because it's over 30,000 digital uh, comics that are all from Marvel. And it's incredible. If you want to dive in for the first time or continue reading on and just don't want to collect every issue, and it's hard to do that nowadays, you can go and check it out. So we gave that away. Um, and thank you to everyone who entered the giveaway. So that was like the last time Lou and I kind of like chatted about stuff. And so we had a lot to catch up on. Shout out to AJ Slabs. I also teased, we teased a little bit of a upcoming giveaway in happy to share a little bit more about that towards the end of this episode so make sure you check out uh or stay tuned for the whole time so you can find out what's going on and what the plan is so a lot of fun's in store so louis like i said we got a lot to catch up on i know you have some things you want to show i have some things i want to show uh that's also for our only fans account so make sure you check that out if you really want to get the full context that we're going to talk about and show but for us to really warm up and kind of uh make sure we're uh we're showing some cool stuff and not just uh, kind of behind a little bit of a cowl here. Let us do our favorite segment called MCU4U. So this segment is where we kind of talk about what's been going on that's relevant to Marvel. Have you gotten a new comic or a Funko Pop, which is what it usually comes down to? Or are you trying to bid on a bunch of the Netflix Marvel series, actual authentic props and etc yeah uh there's a there's a lot of cool like auction stuff that goes on and uh i'll talk a little bit about it here in a second if you're curious to see uh or find out how much the screen used 
Charlie Cox Daredevil suit is going for. I'll give you an update in a few minutes. So we will be launching a GoFundMe to try and get it. But what I want to get is what has Louis been up to? What is an MCU for you, my dude? With Christmas just passing, I've gotten and bought so many Funko figures. (laughs) Since the last time we've talked, I've gotten that Wolverine I just showed you, the comic cover. I got a Miss Marvel comic cover. Mm. I got the Juggernaut. Nice. I got Namor. Mm. That's Namor, not Namor. He's hard to find, fucker. Uh, I got a Lockjaw. Um, my lovely wife bought me for Christmas. Oh, is this it? Is this it? The Gingerbread Avengers. Oh, Ooh, it glows in the dark. Just the Hulk glows in the dark, I've learned. Ah, uh, that's so cool, though, man. Yeah, but... I like it. Gingenvers? The, 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 Avengers? A gingers? Avengerbread men? I don't know. Avengerbre- oh, I like that. The Avengerbread men. I like that. But, oh, man, I got a, uh, a 2000s Wanda and Vision Funko mini thing. Oh, it was like the little, like, set? Yeah. Yeah, like a... Uh... I got one of those. I got uh, a Black Adam pop. It's Ooh. funny. Uh, you guys have all met my friend Richard, if you've listened to the show. Um, uh, he's a huge rock fan. I'm a huge rock fan. And uh, for Christmas, I got him a Black Adam Funko Pop. And he mm. got me... The same black Adam Funko Pop. <laughs> nice. Of all the Funko Pops in the world, that's the way we got each other. I also got a Hercules, mm. uh, like a Brett Goldstein Hercules, and then uh, a Nightcrawler. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But to incorporate a little bit of a story into this instead of just stuff that I've gotten. <laughs> um, I go to this Walgreens for my prescriptions and everything, and there's a super nice older lady that works there. She's not like decrepit or anything, but she's old enough to probably be my mom. Mm. And uh, through going there all the time, we've we've developed this little friendship and I always say hi, hi back. Well, like, but we know who each other are. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one time I was buying a, a Reese's cup with potato chips in it, and she was like, I wonder how this thing is. So I bought her one, and she was Aww. like flabbergasted. I said, It's a candy bar. It's going to be okay. <laughs> and uh, she got her uh, her little candy bar. That's so sweet. And then I was there the other day picking up. Uh, my prescriptions and I was walking down the toy aisle because I'm 10 and uh, they had your usual uh, Loki mech strike garbage. The the Thanos thing. They had like a Wong from uh, Multiverse of Madness. And then I saw 
a Walgreens exclusive. Mm-hmm. Elsa Bloodstone. Oh, yeah. And had I not seen Werewolf by Night, I never would have bought this. Hmm. She looks nothing like Jessica Jones. She's got red hair. She's got a gun. Ooh. I was like, wow, okay. And so I, I grabbed it, and I went up to her register, and as if there was another register, she's the only one there. But she goes, oh, who is Elsa Bloodstone? I was like, well, <laughs> and I had to, like, spill my guts about being a huge nerd and, <laughs> and a collector of all these freaking toys. Nice. and. uh I was like, she's part of this whole Midnight Suns, and she's done this and that, and the Bloodstone family, and the Werewolf by Night, blah, blah, blah. She's mm-hmm. like, well, I've seen a lot of the movies, you know, but I don't recognize that name. I said, well, she was in the the Disney Plus special for Werewolf by Night. Oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. have to watch that. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty good. Did. I doubt it, but you never know. Hmm. So that was my little uh my little thing. I had to confess to my Walgreens mom that I I have so many toys. Well, when you so put it proud. like that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um trying to think. I got you know, this is kind of a Christmas episode because we haven't talked since Christmas. I also got a shirt. That mm-hmm. says father, but like your uh, the water bottle you got me. Oh, is this like father? Father? Yeah. Ah. It's just like a regular Ooh. dad, only mightier or something like that underneath. That's it. cool. Got a matching set now. Got the water bottle and the shirt. Yeah. So I got a shirt. That's cool. And I'm sure there's more that I'm not thinking about. Did you get a new oh. fanny pack? No, no fanny Ooh. packs this year. The fanny packs were fun up for when I was losing all the weight and I was like, going running and stuff now i'm fat again you know i Uh, must say as i've learned to care less as a very uh what's the word self-conscious person you have very much inspired me to actually want a fanny pack and not care fanny packs are cool damn honestly i get it care all you want fanny packs are cool (laughs) i think that needs to be like the exclusive like Everyone had like every show pod, whatever has their like little gimmicky, like, oh yeah, this item is totally what we do. I think the Earth 894 fanny pack definitely needs to be legit. It needs to be like our standard. Like, this is our item, man. You want to show them what's going on? You want to look mighty? Bam, fanny pack it up. Earth 894 exclusive. That's how I sneak our candy into every movie. Yeah. Yeah, that damn. Damn. Who's going to judge a guy walking in with a fucking fanny pack? Like, oh, Everyone, sir, I, but oh, I uh, sir, I, uh, I need to search your fanny pack. Uh, excuse me? Excuse me? I'm sorry. You, I do may, do. you may not. This is where I keep my mace. <laughs> <laughs> Call an ambulance. But not for me. Yeah. Uh, but not for me. No new fanny pack this year. Um, I did, however, get three bars. Three? Three or four. And the Squatch? Bars. Of soon sponsor of the show, Dr. Squatch Soap. But it was the Spider-Man one. I got so many more bars. I got like 15 ah. bars of soap. But I got like four of the Spider-Man one. And I'm using one right now. And it smells a little fruity. And it's really, uh, mm. 
It's really gritty. I love it. So I, I have cut myself off from the Squatch. I'm still a bar soap guy, but I've taken a little bit of a sabbatical ever since the last set I had was the newest Star Wars set, which I did enjoy, but I just feel like I was going through the soap too much. Anyways, do you recommend the Spidey, the, the, the Spidey Suds? I do. I like you it. You do. And what, you said fruity scent. What kind of fruit, if you had to, oh, if you had God, to I, try and I, say? Fruit punch. I don't know. I think That's kind of what I thought. Like the, put, I know it'd be great. Put me if on it's, spider, Devin. I don't know. <laughs> it'd be great if it smelled, not taste, but smelled just like that uh, Spider-Man popsicle you would always see at like ice cream trucks as a kid with the gumball eyes and everything that would always look totally fucked up sometimes if it melted a little bit. Like from Spider-Verse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would be great if that was a scent. Um, also, I bought a PlayStation 5. One I, uh, of us. I couldn't pass it up. When I was shopping for Christmas presents, I kept seeing it, you know, just in Amazon. But it was the uh, God of War Ragnarok pack. And I mm. was like, why does this keep showing up here? And I'd click on it. I'm like, because there's no way they have any. And they were like, no, it's by invite only. It's like, mm. Fine. And I would do my other stuff. And then one time I was just looking at it and it was invite only. I said, oh, whatever. And I clicked on it and they were like, okay, we might send you an invite. Check your email every now and again. Mm. Whatever. So I, I was convinced I wasn't going to get the damn invite. And then like, a day later or two days later, they were like, hey, you want this? You get 72 hours from when we sent you the invite. And I was like, no. You're like, damn, I'm tempted. Right? And I was yeah. like, ah, I'm probably not going to buy this damn thing. I Whatever. I, I don't play it now. But but then my my the voice in the back of my head was like, do it. Spider, Spider-Man comes out this year. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. Oh, like, oh, that's oh, that's such so, a good point. Yes, I bought it because I was like, Spider-Man's con- like, I don't give a shit about any other games. Like, yeah, I w- I want to play the God of War games, but I don't have the time. Like for Spider-Man, I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna go downstairs and play my game now. Mm-hmm. The rest of the family's gonna be like, but Dad, we're hungry. And I'm like, yeah, but I got a city to save, so. <laughs> and uh that that is my MCU for you, I think. Nice, I like man. the way I like the way that I told you I bought a PlayStation 5. I just sent you the picture of the little stand. Yeah, the little you're like, what is this thing? And I was like, <laughs> You got a PS5. <laughs> but like, the yeah, PS5, anyways, what does this do? The PS5 was in the background. I made sure of it. I True. like pictured it perfectly. And I was like, what is this? And you're like, dude. I did recognize the stand right away before I noticed the PS5 in the background, but I was like so excited. I was like, oh my God, yay. So I'm happy for you, man. You, I think, no, I don't think you damn well deserved one. Um, best dad ever. I mean, let's give, uh, let's give this guy a, you know, good round of applause. Yeah, Dad Arini's on the PS5. I did change my PSN to Dad Arini. Oh, nice, nice, nice. It's very fitting. I do like that name a lot. Um, but cool, man. Sounds like you had a really good uh, Christmas and everything and definitely got some cool stuff. It was it was pretty cool. I I enjoyed it. 
Awesome. Plus, man. I made a good ass lasagna. So that, that's lasagna. Hell yeah. But uh, Devin, what's been MCU for you, man? Oh man, I am so excited to announce. And I made sure I did this before 2022 ended. I have officially completed Secret Wars. I have read the <laughs> comics until I realized I only read the first half. I did not read part two yet. Until once I got, I was like so determined. I finally got through all the way. I read it. And I was like, wow, this is a lot to wrap up in like the next issue here. And then I was like, wow, they didn't wrap up a lot. And then it says, thank you for reading part one. Begin part two. And I'm like, like, I was like, damn it. Like, New Year's ends in like three hours. I was literally reading the last issue while I was watching, uh, ironically, Star Wars um, before I was gun ready to head out on New Year's Eve. But yeah, so I finally did it. I told myself I was going to do it. It was literally only like 12 to 14 issues, really short, but it took me all year, guys. Um, and that's, that's a me thing. It's not anything against Marvel. It's not anything against Marvel Limited. Go check it out. Um, it was just a me and my crazy busy mind and free time that does not exist. So, yeah, I'm excited. And it was pretty good. But now I need to finish it because I want to know what happens. And I also want to be prepared before 2025 uh, when Secret Wars comes out. So, I still have some time. Isn't Secret Wars 26? Is it tw- oh, my God. It is. it is 26, isn't it? <laughs> Anyways, May 1st, 2026. Damn. Yeah, because we said we're going to be 31. We're going to be old AF. We're going to be 30, dude. Um, yeah. So aside from that, you know, snap date, I'm playing a lot. I finally broke uh, 1,000 in my collector level. So I got some good cards and stuff, having fun and playing. So if you guys are enjoying Marvel Snap or any of the games in general, maybe you've got a PS5 you should join our Discord server because we got channels dedicated to all that stuff uh, for building our community, talking, hanging out, good times, and just sharing a bunch of memes and videos and news and just overall having a good time. And if you're in there already, thanks for being part of our Earth894 community. So go check it out. Link is in uh, our website. It's also on the show notes. Go check it out. Um, Which goes into my next MCU for you. I've been doing a lot of work to our website, buddy. Because uh, you may have noticed a couple of months ago, it was messed up because I broke the website. <laughs> I wrecked the internet um, because I was trying to merge something as our website was like coming up for renewal. And I, being the person I am, have to make everything complicated for myself. Uh, I broke the website, so I had to like completely redo everything. And so um, is working again. It is more revamped. Go check out earth894podcast.com for the full catalog of episodes and everything else. And there's a lot of good kind of uh, Easter eggs and goodies that we're still working on and getting ready to launch around our anniversary. And of course, the much anticipated Multiverse of March Madness. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It's going to be it's going to be so lit, man. I'm excited. We've been hyping it up, but it's like, do you ever have that thing where like we just watched a movie, right? Or we just had a big holiday. You're like, damn, it's going to be a year until we do it again. It's going to feel so long. And then you're like, oh my God, it's a month away. Holy shit. It's two weeks away. Holy shit. It's today. Like it goes by so fast and so slow at the same time. So like 
we still got a lot we got to prepare for, but it's going to be a fun year. Last year was a blast. This year, it's going to be even better. And it's all because Louis, the game master, mastermind himself, the watcher, the beyonder. It's going to be fucking awesome. So, hyping that up now. Uh, but aside from that, man, I mean, just watching shows, yada, 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 all that fun stuff. But I will say, Louie got me one of the best gifts ever. <laughs> I love it so much. I've been playing <laughs> with it. And, you know, it is really freaking cool. I'm going to show it here in just a second. But I must admit, I am a bit of a poopy friend because my Christmas gift for Louie has still not arrived yet for good reason. Um, but if all goes well, I will be able to have it before we go and see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So hold off a little bit longer, but I cannot wait for you to see it and hopefully you to share it with other people because it's going to be awesome. That makes me nervous. Yeah, you should be, you should be terrified. No, that makes me really nervous. <laughs> um, I will give you a hint. It's a gift. Um, oh, it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. That's all I'm gonna say before I like completely word vomit and don't tell you. Um, so let me show you what Louie got me here. This right here. The I fucking Agamotto. It's an actual certificate of authenticity uh, to prove it. It is actually an awesome, cool, licensed Marvel collectible memorabilia. It's authentic. It's fuck. And it is awesome, dude. You know, people have uh, criticized me on our content in 2022 saying, why do I look like Doctor Strange if he was in a frat? That now lives eternally on a mug, thanks to my incredible coworkers. And now, Louis has got me the piece to really seal the look. So I am making a goal in 2023 to actually build and finalize the Doctor Strange costume. So that way, I will finally look the part, and I will wear the eye and defend it with my life with pride. So in the bottom of my black heart, Louis. Thank you so much for this gift. I love it so much. And I just haven't figured out a way to really display it yet. Um, so I'm keeping it safe in the box. But believe me, once I have a good way to kind of display this in my uh, office and collectibles and everything, and I purge a lot of my stuff, it is definitely going to be a centerpiece, you know? So thank you. No, I want you to wear it and stuff. I was a little upset when it didn't open. I thought it was going to open. Oh, it's all good, man. Uh, I honestly like it the way it is because it means it's less likely for me to break anything on accident just from like playing with it. Be like, oh, look, it opens. And then, well, the eye is now shut forever. Um, but yeah, dude, I love it. It was so cool to open. Can't do one of these. I have arthritis. <laughs> I can't do that to begin with. Oh, but I'm sorry. I got this guy. By this guy, I mean, I got three of these mofos. I got Peter one, two, and three. I got the Amazon exclusive No Way Home uh, Spider-Man from the neighborhood Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man three pack. Pre-ordered a while ago. 
just got it a couple days ago and it is in perfect condition. I can't wait to display it. Um, this one I'm probably going to take out of the box. And yeah, there's something about that later on. So wait for the end of the episode. All right, Louie. I think that's a pretty good uh, point where we're almost half hour into the show and we were talking about ourselves and everything. So how about we talk about <laughs> the stuff that people want to know, right? We're going to, of course, go into the 2023 stuff, but let's actually talk about a couple hot news items to keep you guys fresh and current with what's going on in the MCU and look forward to what is in development. So let's kick that off. News or footage. Marvel News. I was just rewatching Age of Ultron the other day too, and I don't care what anyone says. That movie's fun. I really like Age of Ultron. Not a bad movie. Certainly the worst Avengers movie, but that's just because all the other ones are so damn good. And that's what you said in uh was it your episode with um Connor, I think? That's possible. I say it a lot. Also check that episode out. If you guys uh haven't listened to Louie's really awesome episode with Connor. Uh, shout out to Connor uh, for being on the show. It is very, very cool because Connor actually wasn't that big into MCU or Marvel or even comic book films, right? Until he actually started listening to Earth Night 4 to kind of connect with friends because he moved away and everything. And they have a really awesome conversation that you guys had about just like, what is it like? What do you enjoy? What do you don't? And oh my God, it has given me one of my favorite things. Which one? Finding oh, Namor. Finding Nemo. <laughs> Nemo. He'd be no, no. Oh my God. I loved it. I cracked up when I was editing that episode <laughs> so many times that it's coming going back. Uh, go check out our reels and TikToks and stuff because we put a really funny graphic of Namor as Nemo. And I honestly might get that printed out to hang up. I think it's fucking hilarious. And I put the Marvel Studios, like, you know, logo on top of it instead of Pixar. So this is Marvel Studios, like, finding Namor. Th- throw it on a t-shirt. Ooh. It seems to get <laughs> striked for that copyright. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, how about some stuff we kind of do give a shit about? Um, so, we like the mutants. X-Men. They're pretty popular, right? X-Men. Singular. X-Men. Plural. Um, but where are they? There's been a lot of talk about, are they only going to come up in phase six? Will we even get any mutants for secret wars? Is that going to have to be beyond because of some weird ass, like Fox contract deal jargon that probably isn't that legit. I don't know. But, uh, there was a little bit of some context coming out into the news this week. So, um, what happened was, um, Marvel studios own Nate Moore uh, he did talk on a podcast recently. So he was speaking to Deadline on their Crew Call podcast. And so uh, if you don't know Nate Moore, he is the VP of production and development. And so they, have, of course, asked him about like some... Uh, uh, <laughs> Nate Moore? Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, what does Feige say? It's all connected. Ding, 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 ding. Put on your horny hats, guys. <laughs> That's a shirt. So basically, they asked him about what is going on. What's upcoming with your projects and yada, yada, yada. Um, So, of course, trying to broad for some X-Men stuff, right? Uh, Moore actually did talk a little more about what's going on with the X-Men. So he said they are in the early, early days rebooting the project. Um, End quote. 
There's no secret the X-Men are coming home. If you talk Storm and Bishop, they're two of the great characters in that franchise. Um, said more before noting they were in the early, early days of the reboot. Um, right now, we don't really know what's going on with casting, crew, decisions. Uh, this is a quote, by the way. Um, even recently, Giancarlo Esposito, if you know who he is from The Mandalorian, um, as well as Breaking Bad, you know, he's that awesome villain. Um, people have casted in news and stuff saying he's either Professor X, he's Magneto, Doctor Doom, some pretty big characters. Um, I think he's coming to the MCU regardless. Um, and he was on, I think, Jimmy Kimmel. He's saying, hey, yeah, I've seen it. If you guys want me, like, tell Marvel. I would love to do it. Um, so it's, it's, it's out there. Uh, one other thing that uh, Nate did say was um, there's been talk of Magneto. There's been talk of Dr. Freeze. There has been talk of Dr. Doom. Um, oh, I'm sorry. This is from Esposito himself. Do, 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 do. Uh, he said, there is Professor X. I'm going to go for something that is a little bit different. I'm going to go put it into the universe that it is Professor X. Um, so yeah. That's kind of what's going on. What I thought was interesting out of this quote, though, was the fact that he mentioned not only Storm, but Bishop. Because I don't remember too much of the X-Men movies. Maybe you can remind me, Louie. But did we get a live-action Bishop in any of the X-Men movies? Not off the top of my head. The only way I really like uh, remember... Oh, he was actually in Days of Future Past. That's why. The, the Bishop Funko Pop is in a Walgreens exclusive. Ooh. There you I go. See it. I used to see it there all the time. And I'd go, who the fuck is Bishop? And never buy it. So my question for you, Louis, uh, who, so Giancarlo Esposito, who would you cast him as from any of those characters listed or maybe not listed? What would your pick be? Professor X would be my pick. Why is that? Um, well, he is the quintessential bad guy. He played the perfect bad guy in Breaking Bad. He played a great bad guy in The Boys. Mm, forgot the boys. I, I haven't seen Kaleidoscope, but he's got that that demeanor to him where he's just kind of calm. And I think he would just, he looks like he would be a good Professor X. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can just imagine everybody being so upset that it's not some old white guy playing Professor X. And I love that. Yeah. It's like, it's like, but he's a great actor. And he's like, yeah, but he's not an old white guy. I said, you want my, my grandpa to play Professor X <laughs> just because he's an old white guy? What, who gives a shit? I've been very vocal about I want a Doctor Doom who's younger. Mm. I, uh, I want a Fantastic Four who's on the younger side and a Doctor mm. Doom who would be like the same age range as the rest of them. Right. Because I think those guys can carry the, fa- the franchise for the next... 10 years or whatever, whatever the hell Iron Man just did, you know, kind of need to, right? Uh, it's, it, it depends on what they're doing, but I would, I like, I don't want a geezer. Not that's a, that's a bad way to say it, but I think, I, he's think, just I, too, I think he's just too old to be Dr. Doom, you know, for Dr. Doom to take his helmet off or whatever. And it's just this old man. Give me Killian Murphy. Or Henry Cavill. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> um, yeah. For being real, those are the people I want. But 
Uh, yeah, for Sean Carlo Esposito, I think he would just be a cool Professor X. I think that would be nice. I don't know who his foil would be in Magneto. That would be interesting. Mm. Sir, Sir Ian McKellen. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know enough actors. I watch a lot of kids shows like Strange World on Disney Plus over and over and over again. Is that any good? I haven't watched it. It looked like a multiverse Quantumania movie. I haven't watched a lot of it, but it's on a lot, but I don't like <laughs> I can't watch it. It's on, Fair enough. but it's like, dad, 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 dad. So I, Jake Gyllenhaal's in Oh, nice. But yeah, I, uh, in so many words that I've been rambling on, Professor X is my answer. <laughs> All good, man. I, I agree. I want to see him in a hero role, like an actual good guy. Um, and not just always being the the staple villain because he does it well. But after a while, it's like, you know, he's, I mean, he's basically getting typecast. I mean, he was even the big villain in the, one of the Far Cry games in the last several years. Um, but what I think would be cool is, you know, sometimes Professor X is uh, maybe a hypocrite, but he can kind of like walk that line very tightly between like the matter of ethics with the X-Men and mutants in general. So I think that's where he can kind of pull that villainous role and behavior and put it in the good person. And it comes really down to intent. Um, so that's why I really am hoping we get him as Professor X. And honestly, he doesn't age that bad either. I know he's getting up there, but like he's a active dude and he can look young and old at the same time. And I, I, I hope he gets the role, but you bring up a good point. I don't really know who the Magneto would be. But I, you know, and I, I know very little, but it is at least shown that Magneto's origins come from like Nazi Germany and everything like that due to like Jewish heritage and yada, yada. So I would hope that that still gets like held and respected in whoever takes up the role again for the MCU installation and everything. So that can kind of limit a little bit on who you cast and choose. But, you know, I imagine that's something that's delicate and important to them that they don't want to mess that up just by picking whoever hot actor at the time to take up the role. So I think we'll be in a good spot. So that'll be pretty big, man. That'll be pretty big. But you brought up Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom, which is where our uh, last piece of news actually kind of comes into play. And I'll throw a question to you after this because one of the biggest things we still haven't gotten yet is the actual casting for Fantastic Four. What we did get from San Diego Comic-Con uh, 2022 was just... Or was it even San Diego Comic Con or was it D23? I forget which one. Um, where all Feige did was say, Yep, still working on it. But uh, our official new director replacing John Watts is uh, the director of WandaVision. So basically, now that he's involved, uh, Matt Shackman, what they wanted to do is talk about like, who do we cast and yada yada, make it more of a collaborative effort. So the latest rumor, Adam Driver apparently in mid-October, met with Marvel about the Fantastic Four. And so the rumor is that he could potentially be playing the role of Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic himself. Now you're shaking your head, and I want to hear why. And this is why I brought this up. There's been other people that we've heard uh, rumored to play Mr. Fantastic and everything. Um, but now, you know, of course, he's coming into it. People thought, hey, bring back John Krasinski. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think that was a plan. So, Louie, 
What are your thoughts on this? Can you picture Adam Driver as uh, Mr. Fantastic, Richards himself? I can't. Why is that? I I don't know. I don't. I've never watched anything with Adam Driver in it. But when I think of Adam Driver, the first thing I think of is Kylo Ren mm-hmm. from Star Wars. And the second thing I think of is him being so very mean to Scarlett Johansson and then very badly punching a wall. Marriage you know story. Talk? Whatever. Yeah. And he's just got that anger and rage in him. And I just, I don't love him being Mr. Fantastic. I think he would be better. I think he would be better as Dr. Doom. Mm-hmm. But, or like, I think he would be cool as Galactus, his big old fucking head or whatever <laughs> is Galactus. I was going to say the Silver Surfer, but he would look fucking weird bald. So I just, I don't know. I Honestly, I think he would be a cool Galactus. I just, he doesn't strike me as smartest man in the world, geeky, nerdy, Reed Richards type. I just had a Reed Richards in my head and it went away. As you're thinking about that, I agree. I would much rather see him play Dr. Doom. But now I kind of want him just to be Galactus just because what you said. Because that's that's hilarious to me. Just because he has a big ass head. Just make him uh, Galactus. I mean, I think he'd <laughs> That'd be funny. Be cool. Oh. I always see Penn Badgley as mm-hmm. Mr. Fantastic. And I like Penn Badgley, so that works for me. I think he's like young and he looks like he could be a Mr. Fantastic in my mind. I realize he's only 36. That's a lot older than I thought he was. Oh, wow. Yeah, he definitely has a natural uh, Richards look to him. And if you guys don't uh, know who Penn Badgley is, he's the the lead guy in that Netflix popular show, You, who's in Easy A, Gossip Girl, uh, John Tucker Must Die, apparently, some other stuff. So you can go check him out. Not another teen movie. Oh. You know who was also in that? Chris Evans. Evans. Chris Evans. God damn it. Steve, Steve Rogers. Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah. He put a, he put a banana up his butt. (laughs) (laughs) I can do this all day. (laughs) Um, that's hilarious. But yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of agree. There were some other people floating around, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Kind of interesting piece of news. I don't really know if Adam Driver would want to be in that role too. You know, we're going to find out, um, February 17th, man. Ooh, yeah, that's uh that's kind of been my prediction. We get an after credit scene that's going to give us a hint of the Fantastic 4. Why I'm kind of leaning a little bit less on that is kind of just where we're at in the timeline, not the TVAs, like the actual casting and everything. I think it might be too soon to have been able to actually film something with the cast because that's a lot of moving parts that's just seems impossible in Hollywood terms. But who knows? Who knows? I'm sure something big is going to happen in terms of uh, like little cameo or something. I don't know. We'll talk more about that when we get to Ant-Man in our 2023 preview. But what I wanted to ask you, this is something that kind of uh, I was thinking about the other day. This summer is probably going to be one of the biggest in the last decade Comic-Con. And the reason why is because DC has a lot to prove. 
because now that we have James Gunn, co-president of DC and everything at Warner Brothers and all that fun stuff. Uh, and I think the co-president is Peter Saffron, if that sounds familiar. They're, I mean, they're working on that big, like, ten, eight to ten year plan. They got a lot to present to the board and then for the fans and yada yada. There's all the crazy, like, hey, Cavill's back. Guess what? He's, he's gone. Gal Gadot. I don't know. And then, hey, we might even keep Ezra Miller, even though they've been a terrible human being. So there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. But DC has to bring it, which means Marvel has to bring it because Marvel's been having easy, you know, grand slams right out of the park with no competition. Well, now their biggest competitor is finally back. So this Comic-Con this summer is going to be so great as a fan. So I want to ask you, Louie, are we going to get the Fantastic Four casting announcement as one of the big surprises? Will we see who is our four this summer? I feel like we're going to see them on February 17th, man. I, I don't know. The biggest villain for the Fantastic Four is Dr. Doom. The second biggest villain for the Fantastic Four is Galactus and the Silver Surfer. But 2B is Kang the Conqueror. He's mainly a Fantastic Four villain. And you're doing a lot of King the Conqueror in this Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're going to see them or you're going to see, it's got to be something, like something Fantastic Four-ish. Mm -hmm. Maybe the Baxter building or, I don't know. They still have yet to show who bought Stark Tower or Avengers Tower. They're not going to show it. They sold that so long ago. That was like 2014 or whatever. Yeah. That was uh, 2017, I think, whenever uh, uh, Homecoming, Homecoming came out. I mean, if they if they show up in Quantumania, I will lose my goddamn mind because I'm so excited. Because um, then when we get the Fantastic Four, that means we just now have to get the Avengers. Uh, or not the Avengers, the Mutants, uh, the X-Men. I'm excited, so I just want to throw that out there. And one thing that's kind of cool, so my uh, my day job, uh, we put on like conferences and stuff for scientific community, among other things. And so um, I'll actually be in San Diego uh, at the end of February and beginning of March for our big conference. And it didn't dawn on me until like, you know, this time of the year, because my first time going, I'm actually going to be at the San Diego Comic uh, Convention Center where they have San Diego Comic Con. So I'm actually really excited. Not going to be nearly as big as Comic-Con, but I am going to try and find the infamous Hall H and uh, go take a photo out there and be like, first in line, let's go for the Marvel panel. Slap some stickers around. Ooh, good idea, good idea. Extra glue so they're hard to get off. I'll cement it. <laughs> there we go. Good idea. So yeah, it's exciting. Angela Bassett. Yes, actually, thank you for bringing this up won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress in Marvel's Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And she was good in that movie. That's all I needed. That's all I wanted to say. That's actually the first big award outside of, uh, for an actual like actor or actress, that's the first big award in any Marvel movie. I think the only other Oscars we have... Uh, that the MCU has gotten was, I think, for costume design for the original Black Panther and maybe another one or two. Um, but still, like, these big popular movies never really get the true awards because academies are sticking the muds and meh. So it's whatever. But it is cool to see that she actually got that Golden Globe. It was well-deserved, and I think it speaks volumes to the potential of more popular movies instead of always being very 
straight to art and all that kind of film stuff. So, Louis, how about we start actually taking a look at what is to come for 2023? Talk about it. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. But what's fun to do here is to talk a little bit about the future. And to talk a little bit about, you may be saying, well, if Black Panther's the end of Phase 4, what in the heck is Phase 5? So what we got here is all the phase five that just kicked off this year with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania in February. So what we're going to do is kind of go down the list here, uh, talk about what we got and give you an idea of what to expect for both movies and the shows. But keep in mind, some of these probably are going to be a little bit different um, and probably change as the year goes on just because of what's been going on with like production schedule changes and all that fun release stuff. So what we have first is, of course, uh, Quantumania, which is going to be coming out on February 17th. And then the next movie is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, on May 5th. Cannot wait for that one. Um, then followed up, you're only giving us three movies this year, so we'll have it closing off in July 28th is going to be The Marvels. <laughs> I know you're excited for that one. And then what we have for the Disney Plus streaming series. So early 2023, uh, first show we get is actually season two of What If. So I anticipate that coming out probably late February is my guess. Um, but we also have Secret Invasion. That is marked for early 2023. Then we have the much anticipated season two of Loki. It's supposed to be mid-year. And then uh, a few other shows. I mean, they're really hitting it hard. Uh, late 2023 is going to be for Ironheart, as well as Echo is late 2023. And then even Agatha, Coven of Chaos is marked for the end of the year. So, I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five, six freaking shows in one year, which I have no idea. You know, a little uh, peek behind the curtain real fast. Sometimes Louie will send me random stuff while I'm recording. And he just, sends me a text saying, hear me out, Dr. Doom. And he sends a picture with an invisible ink. My first thought, it was going to be something very <laughs> grotesque. I don't know why, but it's Miles Teller. I think that would be a great redemption arc for Miles Teller. That'd be kind of interesting, actually. You got a point. Now that I think about it. My Miles Teller is awesome. Right. Everyone loved Top Gun. He had a mustache. Everyone had a mustache for a while. He is regarded as the worst Marvel movie ever made in Fan Stick. He was Mr. Fantastic. Everyone hated it. And you can't, you can't bring him back as Mr. Fantastic. But if you make him Dr. Doom, oh, that would be fucking mm. gravy, right? That'd be so cool. Mm. But yes. I'm here for it. Sorry, I distracted you from our uh, from our year preview. So the correct answer for the movies is there's one A and one B in uh, Ant Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. I feel like I'm equally excited for both. I'd probably give the edge to Ant Man just because it's got so much right now. But yeah, it's probably recency bias. As far as the Marvels go. I, oh man, give it, you know, 
take it or leave it. I, <laughs> I'm going to see it. I'm going to love it when I watch it. I am. And then I am just not excited for it at all. I don't know what it's going to be about. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly care. All signs point to Monica, uh, Carol, and oh man, her name escapes me. Kamala. Kamala. It's just Iman Vellani in my head. Uh, yeah, Kamala doing their superhero thing, but I don't know like what the story is going to be about. It's hard to make a good mm-hmm. Captain Marvel story just like it's hard to make a good Superman story because they're so mm-hmm. overpowered. You know, the first Captain Marvel movie is like, she's got the training wheels protocol in and then she breaks the thing in her head, Nirvana, and she just wrecks mm. everyone. And then they were setting up a thing with Ronan the Accuser at the end, who the Guardians already killed. I don't understand what's happening. So we'll see where that mm. goes. I have no freaking clue what the story for that is going to be at all. Do you? Uh, <laughs> I, this is terrible. I'm pretty sure I read a full script, uh, or at least, yeah, I think like plot leak a while back, but I can't remember if I'm making it up or not. But I want to say I did. And it wasn't anything too like mind-blowing. I yeah I don't know I will say that I am optimistic about it because I think they understood the criticisms of Captain Marvel the film and everything and I think Kamala Khan Aman Vellani, uh is just so charismatic to begin with I think she's really going to carry that movie and so I think overall it's I think it'll be a fun adventure I don't really know what to expect in terms of villain or overall story and everything outside of what I may have remembered or read. But I think it could be a, a you know a fun way to end the year. So I'm looking forward to it. You say end the year. It's like July. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it does feel weird having a move. The last movie is in the middle of summer and not like a fall or winter release. the same age we are right now when these movies come out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Before we could talk a little bit about the shows and Aria kind of say what we're most excited for, I kind of agree with you, mainly because after seeing that final trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, I hate typing that name out. Um, I am just fucking mind blown how Peyton Reed has made this movie look so huge and epic. I mean, there's so many things going on, and I will preface. Uh, so Louis is a superhero in many ways, but he actually hasn't been watching any trailers for like the latest movies and stuff. So he is very, very unaware of all the cool stuff going on. So I'm not going to say anything about it other than just how excited I am. I can't believe this is literally an installment of an Ant-Man film. I mean, it's already getting like pressing that it's like Captain America Civil War level stuff because of how important it is. And it's probably has a lot to do with Kang uh, for obvious reasons. So I'm excited, man. I, I want to see what's going to happen. But also, Guardians Volume 3 just looks like it's going to be a tearjerker. I mean, we just did this awesome episode at Different Spectrums Podcast covering all the Phase 4 grief, trauma, and all that uh, central theme. And a lot of that's still probably bleeding out here with these movies, at least maybe in the beginning. So it's going to be a it's gonna be a roller coaster for 2023. So for the shows, Louis, uh, I know What If Season 2 is definitely going to be number one for you. Number one by far. Yep. 
what else on this list sticks out? So we have What If Season 2, Secret Invasion, Season 2, Loki, Ironheart, uh, potentially Echo. I've heard some Rocky set story so far. And then Agatha, Covenant Chaos. So, oddly enough, the one I'm excited for the most is probably Echo. Interesting. Why is that? I really, really enjoyed her character in Hawkeye. Uh, I thought she was super interesting with the... She can't hear. She's got the prosthetic leg. She's a badass. But then you also get the daredevil of it all, the kingpin of it all. The uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure Kate Bishop will be somewhere in there, if I had to guess. Not even knowing what Echo was or who uh, Maya, whatever her last name is, was before watching Hawkeye. When she was on the screen, it just was so captivating. Like when you first meet her and she's like boxing or doing her kickboxing in the ring and she's just killing it. And it shows her when she's a little kid and she can't hear, but she's still just taking fools out. I'm like, and then you find out that freaking the kingpin is her uncle. Like, yes, sign me up. I want to see this. So I'd say that's a, that's my number one. Also, Loki season two. Yeah. Loki was the best show. Yeah. For me anyway. I feel like mm-hmm. anyone you talk to tells you Loki or WandaVision. And for me, it was Loki. That was right. my favorite show. I think that was the best one. So that hopefully can carry on. Loki got so many points for me just for the, the extra stuff. The Eliath Eli- was badass. Yeah. Loki classic was so cool raising up asgard and it was all green it was it was awesome and then uh he who remains at the end was just perfect you know sylvie was awesome it was such a good show and mm-hmm. i hope they can continue on that i don't know that jonathan majors to being the a-list celebrity that he is now is gonna be in loki season two but one one can only hope it seems like the tva and loki and everything they're going to have something to do with Deadpool. So maybe you get a little Deadpool in there. Who knows? I, I highly yeah. doubt it, but could be cool. Um, what about you, Devin? What I will say real quick about Loki, that I did read a script, whole show. I read a leak you, on it. I'm not too doing? sure how I feel. Stop reading scripts, man. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that's like, oh no, that thing I am really interested in, but I don't want to spoil it is right in front of my face. Oh no, what if I just scroll a little bit down? Oh no. Ah, I read it all. Oh no. Uh, I don't very, know. It's, like, if that makes any at, sense. I'm the a complete opposite. I'll be scrolling through TikTok and then Straw Hat Goofy will be like, let's talk about the Ant-Man trailer. And I go, no. And just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I suffered in my own vice on that one. So I won't say anything, but I just am a little skeptical and I hope some of it was out of proportion. <clears throat> I'm not saying I'm not excited for it. I am still very excited for it, uh, especially with the TVA and all that kind of hints with the Wolverine and Deadpool movie. That looks incredible. It sounds incredible. Nothing's been shown yet. But what I am most looking forward to for 2023 in terms of the shows is still Secret Invasion because I want to see Nick Fury back in action. I want to know who the fuck is a scroll. They're all scrolls. If you guys think I have some crazy theories, thanks to Tom Sides with Wayne the Conqueror and everything, get ready. We're going to have some scroll theories before that show. Oh my God. We need to do a segment of scroll watch. 
it's going to be like a game of guess who, right? But we have to guess who the scroll is. That'll be fun. Ooh. Sharon Carter. Everyone still thinks Road, uh, Rhodey is going to be the scroll. I don't think he's going to be a scroll because they're doing Iron Wars or Armor Wars as a movie. And he's going to be a lead in that. I don't think it would make sense to make him a, a scroll. But we'll see. But aside from that, if it does come out this year, I'll be pleasantly surprised. I know we keep seeing every now and then like more and more cast announcements for Echo Coven of Chaos, and it's pretty stacked. Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. Sign me all the way up for that. And we also got two more. I forget their names, but one woman in WandaVision who was like the... Deborah Joe Rupp? Oh, no. Yeah. Is that Kitty from a 70s show? Well, also, she got apparently cast in but I do, Chaos. I do know who you're talking about. I don't know her name. Yeah, so we got those two people. If I had to speculate a little bit, because Kitty is in it, I'm just going to call her Kitty for those easy to name names. My guess is there's probably going to be a tie-in of what happened to Agatha post WandaVision in uh, Westview, and then probably transition into either the new Coven or Coven, or maybe goes back in time. I don't know. But I think that's why we get those characters. It's trying to just give a little bit of a, what happened now? And how'd you get over here? And who freed her? Yada, yada, yada. So I'm excited for that. Pleasantly surprised. I'm excited for that show. And then below that, it's probably going to be um, Ironheart because of Chicago origins and they shot in Chicago. So I want to see some Marvel stuff in our neck of the woods. Outside of that, the only thing that really has me looking forward to it in my intrigue set to high is because is because we are supposed to get Mephisto. 2023, the year of Mephisto. Are we going to get it, Louis? What do you think? Oh. Or get him, I should say. First and foremost, Riri Williams in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, completely irrelevant. I, it didn't make me more excited for this show, personally. I uh, Mephisto is rumored to be Sasha Baron Cohen, or I don't know if that is uh, announced or proved or whatever. Sasha Baron Cohen sucks, man. <laughs> Oh, I like... You think he sucks? Talladega Nights. Kind of. Um, yeah, like, Bruno was terrible. Uh, that other one, Borat, that was terrible. The Dictator, terrible. He's Ali G into House, if you ever watched that. Like, I think he would have been cool as Freddie Mercury in that movie. But... They went with Rami Malek instead. I just, I don't, like, when you think of the devil, you don't think of Sasha Baron Cohen. Have you seen any of his uh, more, like, serious roles? So that's where I was kind of uh, on the side of learning. Because I, I think of, I'm on the same boat as you. I think of more of those kind of, like, Borat, Talladega Nights. But he actually is a very good actor when it comes to being serious. And it's just not what he is like iconically known for from like more casual fans and viewers and stuff. So that's where I am a little bit optimistic. Like, okay, he, he, he is like diverse and he is very um, dynamic as a, an actor and everything. So I think it's going to be actually probably a good call for him. Did I think it was going to be him? No, I'm still a little on the side of caution or just how is it going to come across? But at this point, I just want to see Mephisto. I just want to see him. And if he, captures me within the first like time of seeing him, I'm on board. 
I just want, I want to see the devil. I want to see the devil in the details. You know, you know, call back to earlier in the episode, Giancarlo Esposito would have been a cool Mephisto. Yeah, but I don't want to be in a villain all the time. That's my only hang up. No, I, I get, I get that, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm not sold on it. I'm not sold on Ironheart. Chicago's cool. We live here, but if, if we didn't have to, would we live here? Got a point. You got a point. <laughs> um, Check and mate. You know, it'd be cool to watch Riri Williams get a 10 sack of White Castles, but do I need that? No. Do I need to watch her eat a fucking Portillo's beef sandwich? No. I, I'll, I'll be okay. Head over to a Bulls game. Yeah. Watch the Bulls lose to the fucking Knicks by 25 points. Hard pass. <laughs> like, do you, uh, do you think Riri is uh, a Sox fan or a Cubs fan? Probably a White Sox fan. She, she looks, she strikes me more of a White Sox fan. I agree. I think she's Southside <laughs> Chicago. Don't, I don't know how to explain that to anybody. <laughs> There's just <clears throat> sometimes you could look at somebody and go, Sox fan. 100%. Fan. Uh, it can be a very political stance, or red versus blue sometimes in uh, Chicago. Louis, may I ask, are you a Sox fan or are you a uh, Cubs fan? I'm more of a, of a White Sox fan, but if the Cubs are playing, I will root for the Cubs. Like when they won the World Series, I watched every game. I was really into that. Even if they're playing each other, I don't, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not. You're a Chicago fan. Uh, no. <laughs> Fair I enough. don't love baseball. It was like I, I was into Little League baseball in 2005 when the White Sox won it all. So I was like really into the White Sox for a while and I knew all their players and I was like really into it. And then I just was like, have you ever watched baseball? It's boring as hell. And so mm-hmm. Through the year, like the Cubs were really good. I watched all those games, knew all those guys. Now I don't know anybody on the team anymore. What about you? White Sox till I die, man. Oh, see, I, you know, I grew up Southside as a fan and everything. And my dad was almost born in Comiskey Park back when it was Comiskey Park, but she would have gotten a lifetime golden ticket to go in a game because it's a rule, or at least was. We had season tickets when I was in first grade. And so, yeah, White Sox all the way. I'm the only Sox fan in the band, too. All the other guys are Cubs fans. And ironic now that literally they live uh, Clark and everything. So they're like a block away from good old Wrigley Field. So literally in that neck of the woods quite often. So, uh, yeah, that's Ironheart. Kind of lost track. We're going on Chicago a little. Yeah. We never go on Chicago talk stuff. It's kind of funny. But if you guys are ever in Chicago, hit us She's up. She's going to Geno's East and getting her a deep dish pie. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. We're going to go to Ed DeBevick's. <laughs> Get insulted in my grilled cheese. <laughs> okay, last thing I'm going to ask about Ironheart. Do you think they'll actually have her go to like an actual Chicago sports game? And it'll be like legit. This is the Bulls. This is the Bears. Socks. And now just like, these are the the Knights or just some like non-copyrighted name. I think it would. It, yeah, it would be the <clears throat> Bulls. Bulls? Almost certainly the Bulls. The other stuff is very Chicago, but I feel like. I feel like it has to be the Bulls. I don't know why I'm saying that. It's probably easier to actually film. But for me, 
if she's going to a sports thing, it's going to be the Bulls. That's our prediction. We're putting it down now. Riri Williams and DeMar DeRozan are going to high five in the Iron Heart show. That's my prediction. If that does happen, we uh, we'll have to figure out something. So, Louie, going back to uh, this whole release order. So, obviously, with Quantumania coming out, there's a lot that we know from characters and trailers and everything. So, we'll save that because we're going to talk about more of Ant-Man and everything in the coming weeks. But for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, let's touch on this a little bit. I know you are a big fan of the first Guardians film. Both of them. Second one is, yeah, and second one too. This third one. Uh, have you seen any of the trailers at all? Or how, what do you know? What do I know? Um, I know that Dave Batista is done. Yeah. So Drax is going to fucking die. Or he's going to drift off into space or something. I know that. I know that uh, Rocket, it's like, I keep seeing that it's like a Rocket origin story, possibly. Mm-hmm. And I keep seeing like a, a still of him like strapped down, or maybe not even strapped down, but he's like crying on a bed or something. Yeah. And I keep seeing the picture of all of them floating around like the beginning of an uh, Among Us game. Yeah. And that's it. I take my Guardians of the Galaxy so seriously. I don't want like I almost didn't watch the the Christmas special like. Wow. I don't want anything to be ruined. You know, like that's some serious shit. I actually deleted the Facebook and Instagram apps off of my phone today because Mm -hmm. I was tired of, I love our podcast friends, but they are very serious about telling us everything that happens all the time. And it's just like, stop it. (laughs) Well, he doesn't want to know, man. It is hard in this medium. I will say it is a a thankless job. And that sounds selfish to kind of say. It's hard to sometimes be a fan and not have to literally know everything going on to try and like report it and all that stuff out there and just be able to enjoy it. That's why I, Louie, try and do that for us both with leaks and trailers and all like that. So I could shield you from the daggers that is the, are the truth and leaks and everything and trailers and all that fun stuff. So it's a noble act. Gar- yeah. Guardians. I don't, I don't know a lot. I have a TikTok account that I frequent very often. And one of the things is Zoe Saldana mm-hmm. is always uh, in Gamora makeup, eating apples and stuff. And then she gets mad when all the other people are eating chips. And that's like her little thing is like the people around her are eating good food and she has to eat fucking pears and she's all pissed off. That's funny. So I can only assume that Gamora is going to be back. Oh, Adam Warlock. I was going to say, I don't know who the bad guy is going to be. Right. But Adam Warlock, he's going to be in it. He, uh, he. You don't know the villain. Oh, I just thought the villain was going to be Adam Warlock. Yeah, I don't know the villain. Wow. I Do I? I thought we covered it during Comic-Con because that was a big thing. I mean, the villain walked out on stage and everything. But if you don't remember, I'm not going to go into it. Let me ask you this. So the Guardians of the Galaxy video game, have you played it at all? Nope. Okay. Got it downloaded. Haven't played it at all. So now they have a PS5. You're going to really enjoy it because it is meant for a higher performing console. I learned that the hard way. I'm pretty sure the main villain in that game is the same villain in this movie. So kind of prepares you a little bit. Or keep that in mind. If you play around, if you really want to try and not stay spoiled, I mean, take it or leave it as is. But it's going to be a pretty big villain. Pretty cool. My guess is they'll probably get this villain will be defeated. Kind of one and done. 
I kind of hope maybe not, but it's a very strong adversary. So I thought it was just going to be Adam Warlock. No, man. Adam Warlock is kind of a, he's a good guy, but it's not really, a, but I know he's, he's a good guy in like the comics and everything, but I just thought he was going to be like the, like Namor, mm. like the antagonist of this movie. I genuinely can't remember who the bad guy is. Wow. We'll see if it comes to you later. Zeus. <laughs> it's Zeus's uh, skirt is the villain. I, uh, I know it's going to be a big tearjerker. So I will bring tissues and our Earthheart 9-4 fanny packs will be strapped, as the kids say. But do you have anything else to add with uh, Guardians at all? If you had to make a big prediction, what would you, uh, what would you say? It's so hard. It's so hard because it, it's so, they're so popular. Uh, something happened with Chris Pratt where everybody hates him now, but I still think Star-Lord's my favorite Guardian. He's just the best. With James Gunn going and doing better things for himself and Drax, you know, Dave Bautista's like, I'm trying to be like an actor. I get it. And it's hard when when these movies people just move on and it's just it sucks but yeah i feel like they're not gonna kill all of them that would be fucking terrible adam warlock should be here to stay he's awesome right he's a big who else rocket i think rocket's not gonna die i feel like that's too obvious i really hope rocket doesn't die uh groot looks i mean he's groot looks terrifying I, i'm not a big fan of the <laughs> fucking big baby face on the huge bulky body like fucking baby Brock Lesnar or something. Uh, Maybe they're really trying to make him look like Vin Diesel. Yeah, I have no clue. I feel like, see, but only, just to only have Drax die. But I feel like... Do you think Star-Lord dies? No, no, I don't. He's like the main guy. And I know they're like trying to come up with a new set of characters or whatever, but maybe I feel like there's so many stories you could tell with with Star-Lord and Gamora, with Gamora being back or something. Nebula might die, but gives a shit i don't know i don't know i do not know i don't even know the villain that that blows my mind you don't know the villain but i think if you heard it you'd be like ah that's it i think it, it's one of those they'll come back to i right literally away. can't even think of any villains that it could be off the top like off the top of my head wow is this someone we've seen already no this is a first appearance they are pretty big to the guardians story and history I don't know. I don't know anybody in the Guardians history. And I, 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 I ain't saying anything. We'll just have to wait till May. Fucking Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> no, <laughs> that that would be funny though. Hey Guardians, get over well, here. He was, he was in the, he was in Guardians too. No, dude, we don't deal in kids. Ant Man. It seems to be very uh, Earth level, ground level threat anymore. Where Ant Man was very ground level. The first one, and even and even the second one, um, you know more than I do, so I feel weird mm. asking. But are we getting Luis back? That is a good question. I think I was looking at the IMDb casting, and it's actually not that much is out. I can't remember if Luis is on there. I don't think I saw him. That would be fucking devastating. Let me just start by saying that that would be devastating to not have Luis back because he's awesome. I think if we get him, it's just going to be for a brief scene, kind of like a cat of, or whatever. He needs to tell a story. His storytelling scenes are the best. He's like, you know, and I know T.I. got into some trouble and he's not coming back. Polka Dot Man's too busy being Polka Dot Man over there in uh, 
No Baba Yaga. Yeah. So I don't know about the, I I don't think those two guys will come in, but Miguel Pena, Luis, like he needs to be in the damn movie. Like he ne- he needs to be. I know Hank Pym is there and Janet Van Dyne, and she's like, "Don't go back into the quantum realm. It's fucked there." And they're like, "Nah, I don't fine." We don't really have to talk too much about the Marvels because there's not much really to go off of, and I don't think we really have much to add other than what we said in the beginning. What do you think? Yeah, I don't. I genuinely don't know what that's going to be about at all. No clue. If I had to guess, I think we're going to get at the end of this year or throughout this year. I think we're going to get the explanation of what the connection is between Kamala's gauntlet or bands, the Ten Rings, and then uh, I think a lot of that is going to tie into Quantumania and the Marvels. So we'll at least know more about like like we saw in the end of Shang Chi post credit scene of like, hey, the rings are setting off like a beacon, and they don't understand why. What's the signal, right? Why did Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel swap places in that one credit scene? Will, you know, Carol Danvers have dinner with Kamala's family? I think it'd be hilarious. Only if it's halal. Uh, So, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully find more answers and less questions. If that's anything I want to do say about Phase 4 compared to Phase 5. I couldn't help myself. I googled Guardians of the Galaxy video game fill in and it says magus is that i don't know that name is that the name that i should have known no i think uh maybe i'm confusing people or confusing myself with the villain and everything ah okay that's what it was i so it's supposed to be the high evolutionary yeah i don't know who that is either he is a very like sinister human being well human being like person who like you know combines to try and create the perfect creature specimen yada yada so that's where it's going to play into the story it's the guy from uh from peacemaker right yeah well goddamn yeah i had no clue no idea gotcha see he (laughs) he walked out he walked out in full character and suit at the uh panel at comic-con last year so that's where they show the high evolutionary thing and that's why i think uh I was wondering, you know, it's stemmed because Peacemaker was hot at the time. Missed it completely. <laughs> All good, man. So, yeah, there you go. To return my thought real quick, what I will say with Phase 5, I hope we get less questions that just float around forever because I feel like Phase 4, truncated early, we have a lot of unanswered things and I don't know, like, when I look at these timelines for Phase 5 and 6, I have no idea when we're going to get a lot of this shit answered. Like, when are we going to get the Vision or White Vision just showing up or follow up where the fuck is he? vision quest isn't that a show they're trying to do uh that's what they keep saying but i mean a lot of this stuff is a phase six like when we get a next spidey i don't want to have as many long lingering open-ended things and strings that we had to wait almost like four years to get answers on because it just feels with so many like shows and movies dropping don't leave too many mysteries because then it's just i don't know it it's it's a weird conundrum paradox for me i just can't quite yet put my finger on until we get more you know, reveals and information. That's what I'm really hoping we're going to get out of Secret Invasion. I want that show to blow me away. Well, I think Secret Invasion is going to disappoint a lot of people. Really? Why do do you say that? Because I feel like the expectations for Secret Invasion are so, so, so high. Mm -hmm. And there's no way they can just make it. It would be fucking... 10 hours long and they'd have to bring Chadwick Boseman back from the dead. There's just no fucking way. I don't, 
I'm going to enjoy it. I'm uh, there's, I'm not going to have a bad thing to say about it. I'm going to be like, that was the best thing I've ever seen. But everyone is just like, we need to have this and this and this and this. And, and, and the movie's going to cost $7 billion to make because you need to have this person and that person and this person and, and the variants. And John Krasinski has to come back and Tobey Maguire and Hugh Jackman and everyone from the X-Men franchise and the juggernaut and Ryan Reynolds. And holy shit, after a while, you're like, this is a lot of fucking people that you got to pay all to fight the in. Give me his name. Beyonder. Yes, the Beyonder. Real quick, I think you're talking about Secret Wars, not Secret Invasion. I am. <laughs> I absolutely am. I I apologize. It's all good though. I was like, wait a minute, must be no, you were because you, you said you're like, oh, it's gonna blow me away, or what? <laughs> you said something like that. And I was like, no, I I think it's gonna disappoint a lot of people. I'm sorry, that's my bad. No, you're good, man. You're good. Do you still feel like it, people are gonna get disappointed with Secret Invasion? No, I feel like see. see Disappointment comes when you expect so much and it doesn't reach that. Where Secret Invasion, I feel like I feel like you're really excited for it, but I haven't heard everybody else be like, "Secret Invasion is going to be the shit, dog." Like, so I, feel- I think there's a small cluster. I, I I I I hear what you're saying. I think it's a small cluster of people who are just overly excited that makes it sound like it's a lot more. I, I'm ex- I I just really want more of that like spy kind of stuff. Like we got in the Winter Soldier and uh, kind of the same tone of the fucking Winter Soldier. It could have been, you know, executed a little bit differently. Let's uh, hope we get some cool reveals. But no Ralph Bonard. I do not want to have any Ralph Boner moments in Secret Invasion. What I mean by like that is if they go a little too on the soft side of things, like they're scared to really be like, oh, it's been this person all along has been a scroll. I mean, it's just some really like really not really a big deal characters who it's like, yeah, yeah, guess what? The guy who was playing Galaga in Avengers, he's a scroll. I don't want to see a bunch of kind of lamer stuff that just seems like they play too safe, you know? Um, if you're going to go for it, go for it. We're going to wrap up the, the episode pretty soon here, but I would be remiss if Louis, we don't at least touch on this a little bit. What if season two, it's kind of the, the elephant in the room. Now, we don't need to really go into all our reasoning. We're not the biggest <laughs> fans of What If, the first season. Um, if you want to find out, go to earth894podcast.com. Go through our What If review episodes, and you can kind of learn a little bit more about why we felt uh, the way we do. But I just want to kind of gauge, what would season t- what would we need to... S- okay, let me start over. What would you want to see out of season two of What If that would really kind of reinstate your kind of interest or kind of and enjoying the show what would really like captivate you and be like you know what this is good it would take the first episode and the last episode to have something in the middle that connects everything together in what we call a story i would like a story like i don't want a bunch of a bunch of little stories that come together to make kind of a story no i just want a fucking story just start here, have some other stuff happen with that, and end here. That's what I would enjoy. I don't want, what if Namor had wings on his arms instead of his feet? And then it's him flying around with wings on his arms. And then the next episode is, what if Baron Zemo's mask was red? And then what if Hawkeye had a 
crossbow. I don't fucking know. And then at the end, they're like, by the way, these guys are all friends now. Fucking who gives a shit? Like, I just, I feel like they don't need to throw as throw all of the ideas out. Just have one cohesive show. And I would enjoy that. I don't mind animation, but like everyone says that Doctor Strange episode of What If was so good. Now imagine if they just made a show about that one episode and and instead of wrapping it up in a half hour and then having so him just be the leader of this What If Avengers or whatever the fuck that was, they just did a Doctor, What If Doctor Strange, whatever the name of that, that episode, What that's the season. It's just that. I think that would be better. What do I know? I'm just some nerd on the internet. You know, I uh, I kind of agree, though, because I felt like that first season was a bit of just cataclysm of random episodes and stories, but tying it together, but kind of not. And I mean, it just felt forced when they tried to connect that bro Thor episode at the very, very end scene or whatever with like, here's that army of Loki we're, we're worried about. Or I don't know. It, it just, I just, you the Vegas? coherency just kind of wasn't there for me. I'd rather them do random stories like an anthology series and don't connect them don't put a connection like a goal just literally leave it like hey what if steve rogers became president because that was an episode i know they pitched um we might see it this season and you know what make it a political show one and done done like hey what if tony after the battle of new york he really loved that uh uh, place so much he decided to ditch being an avenger and opened up a, a shawarma franchise and then, I don't know, just goofy shit. I, I would enjoy that. But if they don't want to do that and they want to actually tell one big connected story, then yeah, make it apparent that it actually is like that. And so it just like a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Because then I just feel like you lose us. And it's like, well, what am I supposed to tell is important versus what isn't? And, you know, with Marvel canon, like everything is basically canon now because of the multiverse. I mean, that's why it's a multiverse saga. So that's that's what I wanted see kind of like you i want to see like give us give us something that's all connected or just don't waste my time what if ivan got his bird what if he got his board take the stories that we had and change them a little bit and what i say when i say that they they did that but then they also tried to like remake the entire movie in a half hour with one change i don't want that yeah just take a part of what we've seen and change it and see how that happens without it's hard to explain. Do like a what if Sylvie didn't didn't prune Loki and kill He Who Remains or whatever the hell. Right. And give me something that kind of leads into that. Obviously, that wouldn't be it. You don't know what happened since she did prune him and kill He Who Remains, but something like that. Like, I just I just don't I don't like that show. <laughs> Will you be watching it? Yeah. Well, you watch all of season two. Yeah, what if? you make me watch it because then you're like, we got a review episode, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Hopefully it is a much better time. Um, and if you love What If, I hope you still love What If and it blows you away. Uh, we are not trying to convince people to say, hey, we didn't like it, so no one can like it. We're not one of those crazy clickbait hate people. But um, just being honest, because not everything is for everyone. And that's okay. So... Watch the stuff you enjoy and you love. If you don't love it, don't watch it. That's as simple as that. All right, Louie. Any final thoughts on uh, 2023 preview before we kind of uh, end off this episode here? The weirdest thing, we've talked about it, but for me, the weirdest thing about 
this 2023 is the last movie comes out in July and it's really close to May. Like, I feel like July and May are right next to each other. So it's going to be like movie in February and then March, April, we're off. May, you get a movie. June, you're off. July, you get a movie. And then nothing until Captain America is slated for uh, uh, May the next year. And you know that's going to get pushed back because everything does all the time. So it's just, it's weird to me that they're they're doing that. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with just because it's, you know, it's under the big mouse umbrella. So you got to be able to put all your different studios out and really balance it so you can make the most money and not all fight for the the screen and everything. So it is what it is. But there is potential because now that Bob Iger is now back at Disney as a CEO and everything, kicked out Shapek, uh, there's been a lot of reports out there saying that they're really going to cut down on quantity and focus a lot more on the quality. So it is possible that we might get some stuff scrapped in Phase 5 and Phase 6. Very, very possible. Keep an eye out. So, Louis, right before we end this episode, want to go back to a couple things. We did do a Would You Rather this week at the time of recording. Honor of the final trailer of Ant-Man and Quantumania, we did a little Would You Rather. Would you rather fight Kang in the quantum realm or fight Thanos on Earth? I'm curious to see what people thought. So, uh, Louis, where do you weigh on this? I think either way you're fucked, right? Probably. But that being said, I I don't really know what it's going to be like to fight Kang in the quantum realm just yet. So I, I can't, it's not comparable to me. So in that case, I would rather fight Kang in the quantum realm since I know how fighting Thanos would uh, would go over. I, <clears throat> I think I would go against Thanos because King, I mean, Kang seems really scary. He seems powerful beyond uh, Thanos seems what scary. I seen he no, he's terrifying. I'm gonna shit my pants in it regardless, but I think Kang would just obliterate me in a second. I mean, then again, Scott Ling is going against him. That's not a slight at Scott or Ant Man, but like if Ant Man can go against this guy, I mean maybe there's hope. I don't know. It's a tough one, but kind of give you uh, an idea of what people were saying. Fifty six percent of our respondents said they would want to fight Thanos. Versus the forty-four percent who said Kang, and then even on um, another platform, forty-two percent said they'd fight Kang. Fifty-eight said Thanos. So clearly, I think a lot of people are on the side of uh, yeah, we've seen Thanos, so kind of know a little bit of a home field advantage. Let's fight him, <laughs> take him down. Not really. If Thor couldn't stop Thanos, I have no fucking chance. Yeah, it would not be easy. So that was a fun little would you rather. So make sure if you guys would like want to keep up with our like games and little stuff like that. Make sure you're following Earth894 podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And the final thing, at the top of this episode, MCU for you, I was talking about how I got this awesome three-pack for No Way Home. Well, draw some hints last year. I ordered two, mainly because I wasn't sure if Louie was going to get another one, but he got the bigger, mega, super cool, duper-duper Sony. It's an eight-pack. He got the eight-pack with all the villains. Pretty badass. So, I have another perfect pristine edition of this three-pack that we are going to be giving away relatively soon. So, if you aren't following us, you need to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. 
because that's probably going to be where we actually post the giveaway rules and how to actually enter and everything. And we'll talk about it on the podcast when the time is right. But this thing needs a home. We need to send them back to their multiverse. That can be your shelf, your display, hopefully uh, somewhere pretty cool and free from villainy. So that's something to look forward to. So stay tuned, guys. Subscribe, like, all that fun stuff. Louis, we talked a lot about a lot of things, what we're looking forward to. So I think 2023 is going to be pretty big. And if you weren't stoked already, hopefully this episode got you excited. So let us know what you're the most excited for for 2023. Is it a movie? Is it a show? Is it nothing? Let us know. We'd be curious to know why. I think it's time we uh, close things out here. We head on out. Get out of the quantum realm. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Get insulted in my grilled cheese.